after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here today, a day late and a dollar short, to talk about TV commercials. That's right, we'll be talking about the good ones and the bad ones and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I am a dog. My name is Andrew Walsh. I am not a dog. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. She is most certainly not a dog. Hello, Vives. Hello, Andrew. Sorry, everybody, for um, bringing you a show on a unusual Wednesday as opposed to a usual Tuesday. Genevieve got herself in some real legal trouble yesterday. <laughs> yeah, this one's on me. <laughs> that, Sometimes uh, you get an extra... Uh, you get a surprise Quantum Leap episode. That's true. Sometimes right. you have to wait a day for an after these messages. We're toying You with never you. know what the universe is going to bring you. And in this case, we are the universe. Um, no, I feel like there have been very, very few times, instances, where we did not bring the show to you as usual on a Tuesday afternoon or evening. And most of those times have to do with me messing up my body somehow, whether it's tongue surgery <laughs> or, in this case, uh, a broken finger. But I am okay, but I was unable to do the show yesterday, and now here I am, a little bit bruised, but ready to go. Yeah. You're in a couple more pieces than you were uh, yeah. last, for the last show. I don't think of it so much as a broken bone, but I now have an extra bone. <laughs> it's an extra it's tiny bone floating around in there. One way of thinking about it. If I was more clever and had more energy, I could have put together an entire show about x-rays or broken bones or what have you yeah, but as it the, were let's let the wound be literally a little bit less fresh yes for that show although i will say i see that you put a commercial we'll get to it later but i see that you included a commercial submitted by the ad council that was also tweeted at me after yes. i had my finger incident and i will say i do not appreciate it oh and i am saying that in earnestness okay. to the person who sent this to me and made me watch it uh, and surprised me with it on social media yesterday. Well, it was very I, I didn't, upsetting. I didn't know that you had already been um, desensitized or over, oversensitized. You didn't know that I was overly sensitive. <laughs> I find that incredibly hard to believe. Yeah, when you put it that way. Anyway, um, none of that has anything to do with today's show, of course. I'm on a tangent. What we're going to be talking about is dogs. This came about because you were just doing um, uh, an ad collades and admonishments again great branding on our part well just you just have a really hard time smooth. with <laughs> you were talking about a commercial a bunch of commercials that you liked and disliked last week and you had a whole subcategory of dogs but we were going so long we figured let's just yeah do that today let's just talk about good dogs and ad dogs you know so like, that's what it is good dogs and ad good dogs. dogs and ad dogs um i i've been noticing some commercials that are great that involve dogs uh, in some way but somehow, for every good dog commercial, there is some commercial with a dog that just drives me up a wall, hmm. including one that I somehow couldn't find on YouTube, believe it or not. Like, I'm seeing it in constant rotation on television, but as far as the internet is concerned, I'm hallucinating it. Yeah, we might need the ad council's help yeah, with that one. So we'll I, I wonder that. if we have the wrong company or if we're just messing up a search term i must be i can't believe it's not out there but anyway mm. we'll get to it all right um so that's the uh that's the main topic today and then again we will check in with you guys the ad council i see that a listener took it upon themselves yes i'm very into this and a listener uh heard us uh, ruminating on what to call a, a group of jingles. Did and this come up on the show in any yeah, way? Yeah, we talked okay. about it. You called it a dingus of jingles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much to one of our listeners who who saw an opportunity, and I want to get into it um, in the Ad Council segment. Okay, sounds good. We'll talk about that. Let's start by talking about... Oh, by the way, these aren't all talking dogs, right? I feel like there's a lot of talking there's dogs. There's a lot of talking dogs, but it's um, it's just all commercials that do feature a dog. Okay, let's get into it. I want a dog to walk in the park. When it's dark, my dog will bark at any passersby. The the uh, 
band here, Genevieve, is Pet Shop Boys. Really? Seems appropriate for singing about dogs. Yes, this is it's all it's all coming together. Yeah, Everything's right. Everything's coming up dog. The Pet Shop Boys went to the pet shop. I love that song. Actually. They got themselves a dog. The first verse of this is all about why cats are not good pets, though. It's a weird place. You start a song called I Want a Dog that's like, okay, let's talk about some positive messaging around dogs. Yeah. But you use the entire first verse just to slander Why you gotta go cats. Negative? Well, that's actually very apropos for a, a commercial we're going to talk about in a minute. But let's start with something. Let's start with let's start with the positive. Speaking, Speaking of, of that, Theo, we were just talking about why cats don't make good pets and you're screaming in the background, Theodore. All right. Let's hope that our own cat doesn't do that anymore. But All right. no promises there. Um, this first one I want to talk about really is um, some. It's a it's a dog commercial that I really like. Maybe because there are no talking dogs in it, okay. or there are no talking dogs in it in a manner of speaking. Mm. Um, it's actually great. This is one of those commercials where I saw I had to watch it four or five times before I really figured out what was going on. Um, but we open up on a, uh, a what looks like a cocktail party in a pretty upscale home. Like it's sort of a big fancy living room. There are a number of people there. They're enjoying uh, food and beverages. You've got people of all different descriptions, ages, races, uh, you know, sort of. There, but everybody's there for kind of a fancy looking party. And most of looks them are very well to do. Everyone's very well to do. And they're sitting around this, this fancy living room. Um, you're going to hear them talking and they're kind of. Uh, they're just kind of having a conversation about about health, um, which seems normal until um, a few of the comments that people are making start to seem a little odd coming from a party guest. All right, let's take a listen. Did you know that Petco is now a health and wellness company? Their groomers work wonders for my confidence. I trust their vets, and I'm known to have trust issues. They deliver high-quality food the same day. I was outside digging. what I miss? Just everything regarding our physical, social, and mental health. Exciting. I'm going to take a spin around the room. Great idea. Now, as soon as that guy says, I'm going to take a spin around the room, and his uh, the woman's dig next to him gets up and says, good idea, we realize that all of these people talking are actually dogs talking mm-hmm. about their health, and that's why they're talking about Petco's uh, various... Uh, attributes and then so one guy comes in and says sorry what i miss i was outside digging and he brushes some dirt he's off covered in dirt shoulder. one of them for some reason is soaking wet right i was gonna ask you if we know why i don't know why except that dogs do you yeah. know get into messes a lot yeah oh i watched a dog go into the water the other day and as a non-dog owner it was just such a magic moment i know i was Gre- just walking around green lake and there was some couple there with their dog and the dog was on a leash and they kind of walk up kind of near the water, but not right up to the water. I don't know why I'm telling the stupid dog story. And then um, they unleash the dog. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just sort of power walking by. And the dog kind of walks towards the water excitedly, but not um, not blindly. Like kind of keeps on looking over its shoulder at its owners being like, can I do this? This is cool. This is cool. <laughs> so then it just kind of walks out into the water and just keeps on looking over its shoulder like, this is all right, right? Like, this is okay that I can get in the water? Yeah. I had a whole fantasy about it being my own dog. I've been seeing a lot of people playing fetch with their dogs in the water. Yeah. I do always think like, that looks really fun and it's probably really fun for the dog, but my God, like, it's going to be such a mess when you either have to get that Ugh. dog back in the car yes. or back in the home. Yeah. But, Washing a big dog must be a pain yeah. unless the dog really likes it. Yeah, and that's got to be, well, I don't know. Do dogs like to get to be washed? I never had a dog that liked having a bath. No, I don't know. I never really had a dog. That's why I have weird fantasies about other people's dogs when they're doing something <laughs> mundane like going in the water. I realize how terrible that story was. I'd love to blame the pain medication, but I haven't taken any. <laughs> it's just regular it's bad. It's just regular bad podcasting from me. Uh, well, I love this Petco ad, but yes. it really is confusing um, somehow it's not I don't think confusing in a bad way it's it's um, it's sort of ingenious but it's it's tricky because if you're not watching if you look away for just a second when mm-hmm. the guy says I'm going to get up and take a walk around the room when you look back all you see is some dogs in in the same living room but it just takes a it takes a minute for you to sort of figure out like oh all of everything that we heard was the dog talking. It's a great commercial. I have, but I'm known to have trust issues. It makes it, yeah. it suddenly in retrospect, it becomes very funny. Yeah, you have to pay attention to it. Like there are a bunch of commercials that I've seen a million times, but I just 
am just sort of seeing it. You know, I'm in yeah. the room and I'm not paying close attention to it. And then you'll bring it up on the show and I'll be like, oh, I've sort of seen that in the background a million times. I could see this not working in that case. Like, because there's nothing that like... You don't see the usual indicators that make you think dog commercial. Right. Or even Petco. I mean, yeah. it's all this this sort of luxe living room. I think I'm sure that the Petco logo is comes up at some point on the screen. It does. Yes. But I do wonder how effective this is compared to a comparatively boring but very straightforward like these are the aisles at Petco. Now, here's what I would love, though, because I do like this commercial. And I feel like if they trust the campaign and trust the process... Keep doing this with a bunch of different dogs in different situations. Yeah. Have a bunch of kids sitting around talking, maybe, and then it turns out that they're puppies. Yeah, you know? I think it's a great idea. I, I love, uh, I love the idea. I hope they stick with this campaign. I do too, but you got to commit. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of campaigns that uh, a a brand has committed to, Subaru has for a long time been doing a campaign the, the the love is what makes a Subaru obviously we've talked about that I think those are incredibly successful they also have a campaign for some reason around a family of golden retrievers that drives a Subaru and like operates it like they are the owners they are the people who drive it and they just go through their lives doing their dog things and driving their Subaru mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's like this dog approved uh, like campaign that Subaru has, I guess they must have done some kind of market research that found that like some ungodly percentage of Subaru buyers uh, are dog owners. Yeah, or they're, dog they're taking their dogs on hikes and right. splashing around in the rivers and what have you. I mean, I'm sure. But, and so of course, like Subaru did the like the the dying dogs yeah, last drive. Those are fine. Like when a, when it's a dog is a character as a dog, I like it. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how they took from. Subaru owners are dog lovers. Let's have the Subaru drivers be dogs. Yeah. It feels like like a weird stretch. It's like a far side approach. Yeah. It's really strange. So anyway, this one really struck my, uh, struck me because I, it's, I think it's really rude to cats. Oh, like the pet shop boys. The pet shop boys. Exactly. Um, so we have our, our family of golden retrievers and they are beautiful dogs, but you have the, the two adult dogs and some puppies they're driving their Subaru, which always looks really weird to me when you have like the dog's paw up yeah. on the steering wheel. Toonses action. It looks like Toonses. I like all of my references are really up to date. Far side, Toonses. <laughs> well, if you remember Toonses the driving cat, um, this you'll know what we're talking about. We've got the uh, what looks like the male dog driving the Subaru. There's some puppies in the back seat. They drive up. Are they in little, they're in little. um, One of them's in a car seat. In a car seat. That's kind of cute. I mean, puppies are always cute. They drive up to a rest stop like you would find on the side of a highway. And when they get there, they see a sign that says no pets. And I guess as the viewer, as a human viewer watching this, you're supposed to sort of like do a double take like, oh, these are pets that are going to a place that says no pets. Yeah. What's going to unfold here? Um, and the sign says <laughs> dogs trespassing. So all the dogs get out. They they trundle over to the restroom part of the rest stop. And then one of the puppies turns around and sees in the window of the car a cat pawing at the at the window like I want to come to. And the puppy kind of looks at and, and is, we are meant to understand that the no pet sign in this scenario refers to the cat. So the family of dogs have a cat as a pet. What are they thinking? That is who first... the Ed Wizards. Yes, or the Subaru. Dogs? Oh. dogs do not have cats as pets. That's oh. very rude to cats. Dogs and cats are peers. They're not. They're peers. They're a cat is not subordinate to a dog. That is extremely rude to cats. Mice have dogs as pets. What? Mice. Have dogs? Oh, you're trying to use the Pluto the, or the the yeah the Pluto. The well, Pluto yeah, argument. that's Pluto. Yeah, Pluto is Mickey Mouse's pet, right? That also doesn't make sense. And why is Pluto larger than a mouse? I mean, Mickey Mouse is barely a mouse in any meaningful sense. These are like, you know, not just photorealistic, but like actual yeah, dogs actual and dogs. an actual cat. I mean, throw the goofy thing in there, and you really yeah, that's extra confusing. Yeah, 
but don't try to bring some Disney argument to me to okay. defend that because I'll throw that right out. Okay, sorry, Your Honor. I think that's so wrong and rude to cats to say that a cat would be a cat would never, ever countenance being a dog's pet. Do they you think it's barely... more likely that a cat would have a dog as a pet? Is this cat bias in you? I mean, it's. I think it's slightly more likely that a cat would have a dog as a pet, but it's either way. I don't think it's very likely either way because they're peers. If a dog had a pet, what would the pet be? What do you think is the perfect pet for a dog? A dog should have like a, either like a a non, you know, a mammal or maybe even a non-vertebrate as a pet. What? It should be down lower on the... Like a an- snail? Yeah, like you a snail. You think dogs would have snails as pets? It's more appropriate than a cat. Wow, I was with you, and now I'm starting to lose you. Well, what do you think it should be? I don't know exactly, but the idea of a dog... Well, it should be another furry uh, mammal vertebrate. Well, let's take a listen to this commercial, and then we'll come back to it. So the, um, the, the car full of dogs, and it'll just sound like human voices to our listeners, right? I don't think they even talk. Oh, they don't even talk? Yeah, I think it's just music. Oh, that's interesting. All right, here they go. They're, they're pulling up now. You have reached your destination. That was a computer, not a dog. <laughs> yes. All right, so they're at this rest stop. They see a sign that says no pets allowed. They look at each other like, oh, no. And they crack the window. Oh, got to crack a window. Puppy looks back. And then the puppy, like, sort of, like, waves his paw like, you have to stay there. I mean, are these... Here's a question. The dogs seem to be sentient. Is the And then the cat wants to come with them. Is the cat also sentient? That's extra wrong. I'm guessing no. I don't know. I'm I'm also picturing this dog at the doggy DMV. Maybe that's what the D stands for in DMV. Dog motor vehicles. Um, <laughs> and uh, getting their license to make this all happen. That'd be a very cute DMV to go to. If you had to go to the DMV, if you went to the doggy one, that would be better you're really you're really not keeping your eye on the ball here which is that subaru is being racist against cats i don't think racist is the word you're looking for there i'd be careful with that um (laughs) the log line says dog tested dog approved which also gets very close to biting kicks rhyme kicks the cereal right exactly tested mother approved but maybe that's the joke maybe they're um Maybe they're leaning on that purposefully. Um, it doesn't bother me as it bo- as much as it bothers you, but I will say, as far as a Subaru ad is concerned, it does not do much for me. In general, I dislike this campaign on the whole. Like even when there's no cats involved, yeah. but it's just dogs. I think it makes it just doesn't tell me anything about why I would want the Subaru. I think this is very much though your strong feelings about this are maybe rooted in the fact that you really like cats and you love our cats and you feel offended on behalf of yeah, cats. Yeah, I am offended on I don't behalf think, of cats. I don't know that that is how most people would see this commercial. Well, I've always been ahead of my time. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, I just don't like... Uh, there are so many Subaru ads where you see a family make an emotional connection to a car, passing it down to a generation, or taking... Or a dog living its life, uh, you know, as the Subaru ages, this, this, the car has, you know, a great endurance and can like go for years and like mm-hmm. you, your kid grows up with it or you remember all the experiences you had with your kid or it saved your family's life because it's so uh, safe and, and crash worthy. Like all of those are things that as a car purchaser or owner makes an emotional connection with me. And I just feel like these are so lazy. Like, it's just like, aren't golden retrievers cute? I think you should make a response commercial, actually. Here's, right. here's what I'm going to set up. Follow me here. It's a little bit complicated, okay? <laughs> okay? We see a cat driving a car, right? And then the cat, the car comes up to a stoplight. And another cat holding a box of donuts is walking across the street in front of, in front of this cat's car. Then they suddenly make, they make eye contact. And the one cat goes... Meow, and it translates to mother bleeper. I see. Then the other cat slams on the gas and crashes the car, right? Are you with me here? Yeah, I mean, I've seen Pulp Fiction. Okay, then one of the cats, the cat who is outside the car, chases the other cat, and they end up in a pawn shop run by two dogs. 
<laughs> and let me tell you about the dog who was in the basement of this pawn shop. Um, would that make you feel better? Would that level the playing field a bit? They are, at least in that scenario, they are adversaries, but on an equal playing field. And you get to see a gimp dog, which I think is... Right. Also, why... Like, dogs and cats are adversaries. Why would they... Even if they... Even if dogs could have mammals as pets, why would they have their adversary as a pet? Yeah. Their natural adversary. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bad job, Subaru. <laughs> bad bad dog, Subaru. <laughs> Um, all right. Sorry to keep uh, keep up with the hate fest here, but let's go to this canine Advantix ad, which just irritates me. This mm. is a really short one. And I think I just don't like the voices that commercial makers give to dogs. Often, yes. They're just so dumb. Yes, yes. Generally speaking, I agree with you. And I know this one, too, by the way. At first, I didn't recognize it. But this is the one where... Ugh. I hate this commercial, too. And there's something specific about the little puppy who's like the voice of wisdom in this one. Yeah, right? all of the dogs have irritating personalities, Yeah, which so is just so difficult to imagine. Like, dogs have great personalities. So it really says something when a commercial maker is able, made, is able to make me dislike some dogs. Yeah, now you're now you're offended on behalf of dogs. <laughs> We're just whipsawing all over the place here. I'm not saying, by the way, from Subaru, just to go back to Subaru, I'm not saying <laughs> that I don't like golden retrievers or that I don't think dogs are great. I'm saying it is very wrong to suppose that a dog would have a cat as a pet. What if it was blind casting? <laughs> it's species blind. It was just casting. like, yeah, they would have. The, the cat just got, the, just role. got the role. Um, so this is the commercial where you have like four different dogs of different types, right? You've got a Dalmatian. It looks like you got a Husky and a Beagle and a, um, dachshund. a, a dachshund. And they're hanging out at the ballpark. But then like, or they're hanging out at the dog park or the park, I guess. And one of them like throws the ball and it lands in the bushes, right? Right. So yes. the ball gets thrown. They see it sail over their heads and they're like, oh no, because they're afraid that it's going to go into a place where they're going to get fleas and ticks. Right. And then, and this is really going to go by really fast. It's only 15 seconds. And then a, a, a little child shall lead them. A little puppy <laughs> golden retriever comes in to like uh, give them the straight scoop on uh, whether there's danger in those woods. Am I wrong? Doesn't the um, puppy come in from the bush that they're afraid to go into? Maybe. I don't I remember. I think so. And it's kind of like, there's nothing to worry about. No! I'm not going in there. There must be fleas. Ticks. And mosquitoes. Hey, guys. Whoa. No need to be scared when you have canine Advantix, too. It kills oh. our appels, fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes, too. Okay, the dog, the puppy does not come out from the bush uh, like I said it did. They do that thing with these dogs where they, you know, move the dog's lips in which post, is which is so, so bad. weird. Always yeah. a bad choice. Yeah, yeah. Always a bad choice. Um, I mean, I look at the Petco ad where you never have any dogs themselves doing the talking. They have people replace them for the talking parts. And it's just so much, such a more elegant solution yeah, I really for like having a dog talk. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you. Um, will this next one bring the nose up on the negativity train? Yes, this is Good. one I like. This one isn't, this one's not, not, it doesn't involve a talking dog and it's it's like, it doesn't even involve a product that is for dogs. But I think this is a really kind of, um, it's an interesting commercial and it's got a really interesting twist to it. And I think it's just tonally bizarre, but also I kind of love it. I've seen this one. It's weird, and I can't ever remember. Oh, oh did you already say what it's for? Because no. I was looking at it here, and I forgot what it was for. You would never know. It's one of those ones where if we were doing that game where I said, watch this commercial without knowing what it's for, you yeah. would probably never guess what it's actually for. Yeah, this is very dramatic. Yeah, so you have a woman. Uh, she's probably in her 30s. It's a very rainy day. The color scheme is very gray and dismal and foreboding she's running through the rain she's carrying her her dog in a way that makes you think the dog is hurt and yeah she it's seems a big dog it's not quite like a she's big carrying dog. a lap dog here yeah it's sort of like it's not a sheep dog but it's like kind of a yeah uh like a big fluffy hairy dog yeah like a golden doodle or something something like that and she's running through the rain and she just looks sort of like she looks distressed she looks like she's crying maybe and she, Maybe not quite, but really distressed. Yeah. So she's running. She sort of winds up on the curb somewhere where two other women are standing there. 
and they kind of inquire about what's wrong mm -hmm. with her. Because she's soaking wet, the dog is soaking wet, it's yeah. raining. Oh, it's definitely not a golden doodle. You're right, it's more like a sheep dog. She's running, she's carrying this big heavy dog. Is he okay? Oh, yeah. He decided he's done walking for today. So she puts oh, the dog down, it shakes, and gets more water all over her. Dial body wash. And then and then it just cuts to her at home taking a nice warm shower using dial body wash. Right. Which the I gotta and, say, and their campaign is the moments that make you. Like, you get a dirty, wet dog shaking water all over you. You're going to really feel good taking that shower. Exactly. As somebody who loves showers and finds himself in situations thinking, I just can't wait to take a shower after this. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm also speaking as somebody who, because of my injury, has not showered in over, <laughs> well, about 48 hours now. And I feel as gross as I've ever been. Yeah. I feel like I just spent the weekend in a yurt, um, which to me is the, the pinnacle of That's roughing That's the dirtiest it. thing you <laughs> could imagine. <laughs> Remember one time we spent a rainy weekend in a yurt, and I spent the entire weekend saying, I just need to take a shower. Yeah, I do remember that. It was that. a fun time for everybody yeah. involved. It was very fun for everyone. Um, but uh, yeah, seeing this like really dirty, rainy scene and then cut to a nice, warmly lit shower scene where you're finally washing the day off of you really appeals to me. But it is weird. It's just like this dramatic. You think that maybe her dog is dying yeah. and she's rushing to get help. But then they, so, they do a thing where they show her feet running. Yeah. That I've never realized. But that sig that has a sense of real signal to me that uh -huh. like. This is serious. Yeah. And then and then I don't know how well the listeners could hear it, but when somebody inquires as to what's going on, she says, oh, yeah, he just got done. What did she, what did she say? She He's, said he just decided he was done walking for the day. Yeah, exactly. Which I love that. Like that big, heavy dog has is like the boss and has told and has decided he's not going anywhere. Right. So she just picks him up and then I guess she's running. I don't know why she's running. Maybe yeah, for the that's bus. a good question. Yeah. Uh, Don't you know what run. that's like. Do not run to catch the bus. <laughs> Do you hear this? This is the sound of a splint hitting a microphone. Don't, <laughs> don't run to catch a bus. Um, but anyway, that was, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. And it stays with me. And I think it's Dial is sort of doing something interesting there with the tone of like making it feel, making the stakes feel very high and, yeah. and like makes me pay attention. Yeah. All right. So what's this next? We got a pug. Yeah, this is for a, a dog medicine called Apoquel. And... Mm. It is another talking dog. Um, I think they do make the mouth move. Um, ah, come yeah. on. This one bothers me a little bit less than the the canine Advantix one. And I've seen this one in the wild, but I haven't seen it in a while. I stumbled across it while I was doing the, the prep for this show. You got the, the pug talking to the vet about his various needs and acknowledging that he's a talking dog. And that part is all well and good. But what? Oh, it is. I mean, it's fine. Okay. Whatever. It's just the conversation. It's just it's like when he mentions his pet cat that it really goes off. I don't. That that would net only Subaru would have that terrible idea. Find me another thing that says dogs have pets that has cats as pets. Um, Subaru went way out on a limb with that. Okay. Um, no, what I find hilarious about this ad, and I I assume it's intentionally hilarious. I mean, it is intentionally hilarious. So you know how like in a drug ad, you know, for you know blood pressure medication or whatever they always show people like living their lives to their fullest right like mm -hmm. they take the thing and then now they can go to the oh, farmer's sure. market yeah, or, yeah, yeah. like go apple picking right, or right, whatever right. Yeah. um and this ad has the woman who owns the dog and the dog participating in a rich full life together by which i mean they do things like play chess <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's like they're in a relationship almost. I mean, it really, the, the commercial kind of walks right up to that line. That's funny. So it's I haven't so seen bizarre. This. Now, this is, a, this is a pug, right? Yes. Get that right? Now, traditionally, there's a stereotype or I guess a stereotypical voice for pugs that's like, does this dog talk like this? Is this going to be a rough voice dog? It's a little bit like that. I don't, it sort of made me think of um, Triumph the Insult comic okay, dog. Okay, yep, um, yep. And it's also, I joked in the notes here that this is like the second, the the uh, the career trajectory of Frank the Pug from Men in, Men in Black. There's a recurring oh, character yeah. in Men in Black, and I'm so embarrassed to know this and to talk about it on mic, but there's a recurring character in Men in Black, which is a pug dog that is like the 
disguise that some alien wears. Is that where I'm getting this voice from? Am I just thinking of that? Because I've never seen that movie all the way through, but that, I mean, had a it huge It wouldn't surprise me if that, okay. if that, like, because it was the kind of thing that made it into the promos. Right. You know, so you've got an alien that's like this sort of tough-talking dog, but it's like, it's a little pug dog. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, the contrast is what makes it funny, mm-hmm. right? Um, Are you really that embarrassed that you've seen that movie? I mean, it was a widely popular franchise. Uh, no, I'm embarrassed that I saw the second and third one. Okay. Well, you're not the only one. Am I not, though? <laughs> MIB2 was huge. <laughs> I guess. I almost wonder if the box office numbers superseded the first one because it was already a known franchise by that point. I feel like Men in Black 2, everybody was talking about. Well, I appreciate you defending my honor about watching a uh, what Rick and Morty referred to as a joyless, joyless cash grab. <laughs> now, the fact that you have an MIB2 poster in our bedroom, okay, that's not exactly my taste. Well... But- I wish you said so- I wish you like. I wish you'd said something before I got all that expensive framing done. <laughs> Are you ready to hit play on this or any more setup needed? I think you'll get it. There's a you're we're in a vet's office. There's a woman, her pug is on the vet table and the vet comes into the the exam room. So what's going on? I'm a talking dog. The other Oh, issue. no, that's not at all what I thought the I thought the voice was going to be rough and low like this. But no, it's just like he sounds like he, you know, he's like works for a tech firm or something. I'm a talking dog. No? <laughs> I guess so, I yeah. I mean, it works. You always you always have the most uh, sort of oddly specific <laughs> like he just sounds like a guy. Reference points. He why. works for a tech firm. Okay. So what's going on? I'm a talking dog. The other issue? Oh, I'm scratching like crazy. You've got some allergic itch with skin inflammation. Apoquil can work on it. Yeah, so this is fucked. (laughs) Let me just interrupt here for a second because, I mean, I know you set this all up. I'm not surprised by it, I guess, but... Yeah, usually in a commercial you have a talking dog and it, we just see the universe of dogs. Right. So we don't know what the interaction between the, the humans and the dogs necessarily are. Or if humans are in it, it's implied that the dogs are like kind of thinking yes. and we can hear their thoughts or they're talking to each other. But in this case, we have an interaction with the woman and the the woman who owns the dog and the vet and the dog. What I guess we're going to find out, but that raises a lot of interesting questions about either, what it would be like if our dogs talked I to agree. us. I agree. I think it's a, it, it weirdly split, tries to split the difference, difference between um, a talking dog would be a noteworthy thing. So the dog says, I'm a talking dog. Yeah, like he has to announce it. And yet no one notes it as being unusual. Right, the vet doesn't like shit her pants, <laughs> which is probably what I would do if I just like, it's if like, I saw, let's say like, you know, 30 dogs a day, I don't know what the caseload is right. for a vet, but let's just say I see between 20 15 and 30 dogs sure. a day and then I walk in one day and the dog right away says I'm a talking dog like there's I'm not just going to continue with the conversation yeah so is this in this universe is a talking dog like a rarity but not a unique situation right or is this vet just the like the coolest customer imaginable or is the woman with the dog cuckoo for cocoa puffs and only she hears the dog. <laughs> the vet's hearing the lady talk. That's right. And the vet is like Garfielding it, like only seeing what the... Exactly. Like the woman is like kind of arguing with the dog or kind of correcting the dog. Right. It's like, what? Yeah, I love I love imagining this universe, especially when they get into the, the happy life that the lady and the dog have together. Oh my gosh. All right, let's take a listen again. So what's going on? I'm a talking dog. The other issue? Oh, I'm scratching like crazy. You've got some allergic itch with skin inflammation. Apoquil can work on that itch in as little as four hours, whether it's a new or chronic problem. And Apoquil's treated over seven million dogs. Nice. And the talking dog thing? Is it bothering you? No. Itching like a dog is bothering me. Oh, see, ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't like this voice. Why is he so, like, he's, like, cocky? Like, ugh. I take Well, that's back. what I thought you were kind of trying to say, that he's, like, the tough guy before. It's, it's now getting back. Like, at first, the voice was just so high pitched sort of and he just sounded like I don't know yeah like just, employee number 37 from like Microsoft whatever, like a Kevin or a whatever Kevin. like I, I don't know or well, we Trevor know, we know so many Kevin right I just mean that like you know just a guy it's uh-huh. like he sounds kind of like a white guy you know right and um now he's kind of like no I'm a I'm a sarcastic dog yeah that's I'm what a, I was rah. he's definitely got like a little bit of a sarcasm I don't like this t- I if, if I had a dog who yeah. then talked but talked like this kind of down to me a little bit like hey hey I'm dog in here. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that would be really a that would be a, 
a true sort of like um, Faustian bargain. You know, you like you get a talking dog. It's like pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. Kind of you're it's like an amazing thing to be in possession of. You can monetize that. And then the dog is either unlikable or just has an irritating voice. Yeah. Or just is like somewhat exhausting. Yeah. Or just is exhausting. Yeah. Itching like a dog is bothering me. Until dogs can speak for themselves, you have to. When oh. allergic itches a problem, ask for Apoquel. So now Apoquel the dog is, is the like swiping right on some dog-related Tinder app. And now the, the lady's yeah. having lunch with the dog, and she's having an animated conversation with him she's like in a public pointing place. Pointing at him with her fork. She's putting a sweater. She, they're doing like fashion show. Now they're playing chess. This is kind of this is and funny, the dog wins at chess. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that was just one move. That wasn't a check. Well, she made her. She put her head in her hands. Like, well, she didn't like, like the move. Like she's sad. Yeah. Ask your veterinarian for Apoquel. Next to you, Apoquel. There's a lot going on there There's that doesn't that on. doesn't all hold together. But I will say, <laughs> I think the montage. Like I don't know why he has to be a talking dog to have that montage. Right. But I actually well, would have liked. The I would montage. be. Fi- I'd find it extra weird if they were. You could do almost all of it except for the chess game. I think. With a non-talking dog. She's at like an outdoor, you know, lunch at some cafe with him. And she's like eating her salad right. and like gesticulating towards and her talking dog. talking to him. While, I mean, it's yeah, actually, she's, she's like, she's, and another thing about act- Joe Biden that exactly. I didn't say before. Is- right, right, right. Or it's, it's almost like, and I said to her, <laughs> yeah. I said, not in my yoga studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I got to say, like, the the actor who portrays the woman, I think that she does a really good job, actually, in these scenes. But Seeming to have a social interaction with a dog. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I put this in not as a total admonition, but as, like, just a very, just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's, it's, weird. it's so weird. Yeah. But I think it's funny. The, the idea of the woman having this, like basically peer-to-peer relationship with this dog is so funny to me. And then and the weird thing is the commercial undermines its its um, premise at one point, too, because it says, until dogs can talk, we right. have to talk for them. It's like, wait, are we living in a world where dogs can talk or not? That's what I think is so strange. Like, I think once they say that at the end of the vet part of it, yeah. it should just be regular lady and dog. Exactly. Not lady and talking dog. Right, right. Well, anyway, I, I kind of, I get... That sparks some joy. (laughs) Um, All right. This next one is for Charles Schwab. This is another one that um, I kind of stumbled across while I was looking at it, looking around and not something I've seen in the wild. I only wanted to bring this up, not because I particularly hate it. I think it's kind of a, a clever idea. But tell me if you, like me, identify a huge miss of wordplay in this ad. Okay, just so, do you want to set it up? I'll at all? set it up. You got a guy. It's a sort of in a white, boundless void. Mm-hmm. In the void is a guy, a white guy in a suit, and a doghouse. And sitting in front of the doghouse is a pretty standard uh, bulldog. And it looks like it's just kind of sleeping. There. And it's just laying there, sleepy. Okay. Let's talk about your old four hundred one k. You know, the one that's been lying around. <laughs> Roll over your old four hundred one k to a Schwab IRA, and we'll help you find new ways to make your money work harder. So, now the if you're ready to up. teach your old 401k some new tricks, talk to Chuck. And when he says new tricks, the dog brings uh, like a stick to him. And they say twice, roll over your Thank account. Thank you! How is this not a roll How over How does the dog not roll over? That's the, I mean, it's, it seems like you're leading up to the whole thing. All right, I need you to calm down. Hulk. It makes me so crazy. I you're, need Bruce. You're I doing need Bruce. A, you're do, you have a four, roll over your 401k job, you know, like tagline or it's said twice premise. In there. The you say it twice. There's a dog over. sitting there. And you talk about teaching a dog a new trick. And you talk about teaching a new trick and the damn thing never rolls over. And that's like one of the few tricks that dogs can maybe do. Maybe they couldn't find, maybe they couldn't afford a dog that could roll over. Oh, they did the ca- they did the casting call. They're Charles Schwab. They can find a dog that can roll over. Oh my God. You're right. That is, that is infuriating. I'll get you a dog. I'll get you a dog that can roll over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is weirdly infuriating. Such a miss. What are you I'm so glad I'm not crazy. I'm so glad you had the same response. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That that um, guy sort of had some that, that better off Ted. Yes, I almost exactly. said that. That actor and that boundless void and that plunky music. It mm-hmm. had very better off Ted vibes. I know everybody thinks that we only that that's like one of the only references that we have. 
And that's true. No, that's, right. that's not true. We also <laughs> talk about um, Mr. Mr. Show every single episode. So there. <laughs> and uh, other Odenkirk properties. That's right. Um, all right. This last one was just too funny not to include. Um, because when you type in talking dog commercial into YouTube, this is always the first one that pops up. This is an old PSA. We've talked about Have this. We? Yes. What is this? I'm watching it now silently, but I know that we've talked about we this. We probably have. I this is an anti-drug one? Yeah, it's an anti-pot, anti-marijuana yes, ad. Yes, from back before, From back when no one was supposed to smoke marijuana. And this may... I think you and I, when we talked about it, we decided it makes you want to smoke weed to have this experience. Yes. Right? I, that's Now that you say that, I do remember that. This is such a terrible... Hey, let's get high later and watch this commercial. Yes, this is a terrible PSA. Um, but it's a great ad for marijuana. Um, <laughs> so it's this, It's like that 90s, that early 90s, like blue filter, everything's grainy and gray so that we know that some terrible shit's going down in this house. You've got a teenage girl. She's in her kitchen in what looks like her suburban house. She opens the fridge to get out like a bottle of soda or something. She's not even doing anything bad. She's no. just like getting a soda. And we hear a voice off screen say like, hey, Rachel or whatever her name is. And we come to realize that the the character talking to her is her dog, which is a real live dog, you know, in this in this video. In this and I think they commercial. make the lips move. On and this I think one, that yeah. the lips also do the moving thing, which is, as discussed, always a bad idea. OK, let's take a listen. Hey, Lindsay. I wish you didn't smoke weed. <laughs> You're not the same when you smoke. And I miss my friend. I'll be outside. And then the tagline is, how would you tell a friend? And this is for the Above and, the Influence campaign. And the young woman just looks um, She looks just really ashamed. ashamed. Veeves, I'm pretty sure, I, tell me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that's the commercial that Lindsay Lohan sued over because they used the word Lindsay and this was released during a time when Lindsay oh, Lohan... She, and she claimed or that... Or wait, no, that's not true. She sued over a baby. It's an E-Trade one. It was an E-Trade talking baby yeah. that used like Lindsay in a derogatory no, way. No, you're right, you're right. But um, I do feel like during this era, like any... Like Lindsay was just code for a yeah. young woman going off the rails. Absolutely, yeah. Um, she should have sued over this one. Yeah, she should have. Yes, but we've definitely we've definitely talked about that commercial before. Veeves, I have an idea that is totally unworkable, but I actually think would be brilliant. Okay. Because weed is legalized now, if we ever got to a place where they could advertise like various dispensaries or marijuana farms yeah. on TV, which they won't, we'll never. I don't think they'll do that. At least probably on the more regulated spectrum and and cable. But it would be so awesome to buy the rights to old anti marijuana yes. PSAs and just use the actual footage. But like this would be an if you just like this is your brain on drugs. Things, yeah. And it'd be like, that's pretty fun. My yeah. dog talks to me like use the actual footage, but somehow change the messaging around. Well, it. if you ever wanted, if you could do that, it would be uh, an earned media bonanza. That would be amazing. And yeah. I wonder if some of the earliest anti marijuana stuff are in the public domain now, like the kind of scared straight kind of stuff. What was the very, very famous anti weed movie of the 1960s? like 50s or oh, 60s. Oh, well, Reefer Madness? Reefer Madness, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I don't know how public domain works with those kinds of properties, but that's, a, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Ooh, I love it. That would be super fun. All right, that was awesome. Thanks for putting that together. Should we check in with the Ad Council? Definitely. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind all right, this first one here, I will play for you, but I will not watch it. I won't. I will look away. You're going to look away, really? Yeah, I, I accidentally saw part of this uh, when it was tweeted at me um, yesterday, and it freaked me out. Like, a big part of what's going on with my broken fingers, I've never broken a bone before, and I will find myself just, like, I'm fine right now. It actually is not super painful right now. I'm on some um, Advil, but I took a walk earlier today to pick up some food for lunch. And, you know, it's a three-block walk. The whole time, I'm 
my head is going into scenarios of what it would be like if at one point I was going to cross the street against the light. And I was like, no, if I start running and then I fall on this finger, like I can't get out of my head yeah. this feeling of my fingers breaking. And so this commercial really leans into broken fingers, I believe. Yeah, well, it might be worth just telling this audience because I'm sure you talked about it on TBTL. But for folks who don't listen to that show, um, do you mind just telling folks oh, what I, happened? Yeah, did, yeah. I mean, I did mention that my fingers busted, right? Yeah, but but uh, you know, it was kind of a it was kind of a scary adventure. Yeah. So I I don't want to go into tons of detail, honestly. Like I told a forty minute version of this on TBTL yesterday that you can check out. But essentially, I occasionally just for entertainment purposes do like to go to a casino and gamble a little bit <laughs> and I have very you know I have systems to make sure that maybe things are going to go my way sure. the, the, well, the if you can count the cards exactly why is that illegal? turns out the casino has different ideas right. about what right. they allow in their card rooms <laughs> so then somebody came up to me and I thought they were giving me a tour because I'm such a good customer I thought yeah. they were giving me a tour of the casino turns out that they just showed me this back room very specific with, part of with the tables casino. and hammers and it was just like, yeah, we just had a very um, different, I think, perspective on how to play blackjack yeah. is really what happened. No, I was um, I was just being really stupid on Monday. I was uh, I was just having a day where there was no reason to hurry for anything at all. I was having a wonderful, like, easy breezy Monday afternoon. I took the, the bus and the train to go get my hair cut, had a l- early dinner, late lunch, just like totally relaxed day. But then I get off the train on my way home, literally not in a hurry at all, but my bus was across the street waiting for me. Not waiting for me, but, you know, when you see the bus that you need to get you home, even if it's across six lanes of traffic that you need to weave through illegally, you say, I need to catch that bus. Like yeah. I was, the, the bus monster took over my brain. So I'm carrying my camera around my, kind of strapped around my body, and I start running t- to catch this bus. And I do. It's like this really weird intersection. I had to cross six lanes of traffic that was stopped. I make it right to the front of the bus. But then when I go to hop on the curb, I miss the curb a tiny bit. And I go crashing down. And all I think is save the camera, save the camera, save the camera. So I do. I protect the camera with my body. But I uh, do not protect my body with the camera. So I end up with a messed up hand and, you know, some sort of sprained bruised swollen finger and a busted finger and then I got on the bus and had to make my way to home and then uh, and your uh, finger did look jacked when you got when you it got was home, really bad I almost you know, passed it was, out on the bus it was kind of pointing in the wrong direction it was the it was crazy like the bus driver I, I waved the bus on I'm like no just go I messed up here but the bus driver kind of <laughs> waited for me until I got on the bus to, I think to make sure I was okay yeah and I got on the bus and it was about a 10 minute bus ride in which I tried desperately to hang on to my consciousness um and then uh and then I for the most part did <laughs> I didn't realize getting off the bus was going to be even worse but yeah yeah, it was a really scary. It was a really scary day. I'd never broken a bone before. I'm very in my head about this kind of stuff. I don't even like going to the doctor. It makes me lightheaded. So, um, anyway, I am fine now. I'm in a splint. I have a, a, a appointment with a hand doctor next Monday. Yeah. Uh, my hands right now are sweaty and gross, but I can't take this thing off and I can't get it wet. And that's to me right now is the worst part of this. Like, I just want to go and wash my hands with Mrs. Meyer's hand soap so bad, yeah. but I can't really do it well um i know some folks already knew about that story from uh from your other podcast and um you won't have to watch this but bill did send uh he said way to save the camera thanks and i'm i'm with you bill because i wish andrew had hurt the camera instead of his hand but if he was gonna hurt his hand i'm glad the camera Right. Was saved, you yeah, know. Like exactly. I'm glad you didn't break them both. I, it's really weird. Yeah, I told not I, for me, not not for the right. money, but because like it would have really bummed you out. Well, Monday was such a weird adventure, and of course I was in shock. And you know, when you have a medical emergency like this, everything just kind of anything you had planned for that night. Not that we had big plans, just slides off the table, and you just put all of your energy into into this. But like if. Everything had happened the same, but my body had mostly been fine, but I busted my camera. It would have been a worse night. I can't explain it. I would have been so It would have been a worse night, but it would have been a much better ensuing six weeks. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is let's say that's camera. I, I bought it used for 600 bucks. The lens on it is about another, let's just say 150 so like $750. There's a chance with my shitty insurance that I'll pay more yeah. than that out of pocket, but I... 
I've just been on the streak of breaking things. I clumsily, for no reason, broke our old um, coffee grinder the other day, which we needed a new one anyway. It wasn't a big deal. But I was just like, when these things happen and I feel like I'm going through a clumsy phase, I get so mad. And I love this camera. And I, you know, did a lot of research and it did a lot of hemming and hawing before finally pulling the trigger and getting a new camera. And if I had just busted it like three yeah. days after busting my other like appliance, which again is no big deal. It's like a $30 thing new in 1999. I just think that I would have spent the night just like so mad at myself, like yeah. so unbelievably mad at myself as opposed to being in a weird sense of kind of shock and, you know, concern over my body. So anyway, it's a, I'm a weird person. Well, Power up. Power out. Um, so Bill sent this Franken this wealth simple ad that is uh, about Frankenstein's monster. Although it just says Frankenstein, uh, but but pedants like me will always make that correction. Um, you've got Frankenstein's monster sitting at his laptop in a black and white kind of like an old black and white type of um, uh, uh, movie scene. Um, like an old Frankenstein, movie. like an old Frankenstein movie, yeah. um, and then uh, his somehow because he's uh, he's such a he's such a, he's so glommed together, his hand becomes completely uh, like dis, like all of his fingers go like the wrong way. Because he goes, did you say this? He goes to crack his knuckles, right? Oh, is that why? I could yeah, remember? I'm pretty sure when I saw this, and again, I think I saw it with sound down. I think he goes to, sits down to write something, and then he goes to crack his knuckles by like kind of lacing his fingers together and pushing out like yeah. we often do. But because he's a corpse, all he's of made his of fingers parts, just go, all of his fingers break. Just kind of break. You'll just off. hear the music here. Is that the sound of it? Oh God! He cracks his fingers. Now they're all messed up, and he's looking at this tax software, and it says, "Did you have medical expenses?" And he uses his like janky fingers to click yes. Ugh, I did. I seriously looked away from that, and that sound <laughs> was very disturbing. So no, thank you, Bill. All right, um, this one is uh, this is from from Tom, Ad Counselor Tom, who was very happy to recognize a song in a commercial. Um, this is a commercial for uh, Silk Almond Milk, which was my introduction to almond milk oh. way back in the day. Silk is soy. Silk. Oh, wait, that's something else. Uh, you know, so our, I'm sorry. They soy milk. They did yeah. make soy milk, and yeah. that was what I used to drink was the soy milk. But okay. um, they also make almond milk. This is a song that's like a parody or a, a like a remix of the Daft Punk song Technologic. Oh, okay. Um, but it's it's really clever because it's, uh, it's shot uh, in a it starts in an almond tree farm and they show how the almonds are harvested, how the almonds are then turned into milk and then how the milk makes its way to you. And it's kind of got this chorus of children's voices explaining it in very quick succession how all of these steps come together to make almond milk. Rise it, shine it, sun it, shine it, farm it, grow it, almond, grove it, hold it, clamp it, shake it, shake it, almond, quick it, and reshake it, shake it, drop it, scoop it, pile it, almond, box it, farmer, farm it, take it, weigh it, sort it, send it, chop it, dice it, dice it, smooth it, blend it, blend it, and rebund it, milk it, milk it, almond, milk it, that's what it is. All right, that is a great commercial. I think it's it makes wonderful. The, the almond milk look so refreshing. Seeing one of those machines grab a tree by the yes. trunk and shake it until all the almonds hit the ground is one of the most satisfying damn things. It's really great. You can ever see. I'm not familiar with that song. So that's like a that's a reworking. Did we talk on the show about that? Didn't somebody pitch recently a, a show topic just to where people take popular songs and, yeah. and weird L them they sort of weird al them yeah take a listen to the daft punk song oh okay do we have a link to that in here all right let's take a listen to this did you know this song no i didn't thank you tom for um identifying which song it was Buy it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, mail, mm. upgrade it, charge it, point it, zoom it, press it, snap it, work it, quick, erase it, write it, cut it, paste it, save it, load it, check it, quick, rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, rip it, drag it, drop it, zip, unzip it, lock it, fill it, call it, find it, view it, code it, jump and lock it, surf it, scroll it, pose it, pick it, cross it, crack it, twitch, update it, name it, read it, tune it, print it, scan it, send it, fax, rename it. This is really it, cool. It, yeah, it's a very creepy video. Yeah. It's kind of this like robotic skeletal baby uh, with kind of an evil face that is uh, 
delivering all of the lyrics. It appears to be delivering all the lyrics. Eventually, evil. the Daft Punk. the face it was born with. Well, it looks evil to me. Um, Daft Punk, man. I never got into them much. And, of course, they just announced right. that they're breaking up after all these years. And you, I, you really understand when you saw the outpouring um, what an icon. I mean, I knew that they were an iconic duo. I mean, literally, they made themselves yeah. into icons. Um, but uh, that makes me really want to pay more attention to them. Because all I ever knew was, like, the poppy stuff that made the radio. Yeah, right? me too. Yeah. Um, but I, I get it. Absolutely. I mean, they're, um, you know, they're true talents. Yeah. All right. And it looks like we are to the um, the jewel of the ad council today that you're yes. excited about. I want to say thank you to listener Ivan. Uh, Ivan posted on the Facebook group uh, and I will just read it as he wrote it. I'm sure you're all wondering why I called you here. We have a problem. There's no universally accepted collective noun for jingles. I have a bold plan to address this woeful shortcoming. Please comment below to nominate a term. In one week, the nominating period will end, and I will present a series of polls. These polls will allow us, as a community, to decide the most important question of the modern or postmodern life. What do we call an accretion of jingles? Because you and I talked about, you called it a dingus of jingles. Yeah, that better be on the final polls, well, by the I way. Well, I didn't see it in the suggestions. Well, if, I'm, if I started this with my suggestion, I think people, let's give the people a chance to vote on it. Well, the, Why the, are we suppressing you, the dingus vote? If you had a Facebook account, uh, you could go and nominate it. Huh. Um, uh, Ivan concludes, by what authority do I seize this process? Absolutely none. Hmm. So, Ivan, I did not see, I think you posted this, uh, over or just over a week ago. I haven't seen any polls. If you're having trouble getting a poll up, I'm not sure if maybe as an admin, if it's if that's like a limited thing that only an admin can do. If it's not, you should just post one. If it yeah, is... Yeah, I think anybody can post a poll. Yeah, well, just post a poll. But I'm gonna, I wanted to tell you, Andrew, the, this is a partial list of, I think, over 20 suggestions. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Um, but I like these a lot. I want to see Dingus represented, Ivan. Well... Um, Douglas suggested a jumble of jingles. A jumble of jingles. Uh, David suggested an earworm of jingles, okay. which I think is very clever. Uh, I like this from Sharon, a jinglum of jingles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like jinglum a lot. I like jinglum. That's great. Uh, Brian suggested a cacophony of jingles. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, from Zach, we got harmony of jingles. I wondered about, what about a harmony? Like many. Oh. And uh, so... It, the harmony, it's not harmony of jingles. It's like harmony, only money is it's spelled like money. Right. Because it's we're trying to make But what it. about harmony? Like we have many jingles. Mm, yeah, maybe too clever by half. Uh, possibly. Eddie suggested bell of jingles. Okay, well, we um, got one of those. We've got two from Donna. A clang of jingles, oh, which I like. She also suggested an aggregate of jingles. Donna, you're but fired. I, Donna? Donna? I, I have already tortured the word ad. Yeah. Unto death. You hear, I can't say admonishment anymore, <laughs> We're never going to be able to say aggregate. Yes, exactly. That's, that's just a non-starter. Uh, I like this from Harvey, a tumgus of jingles. I like that idea, but the thing is, there is, I, I like the idea. I love tumgus. Insert tumgus into anything we do. Um, but there isn't a jingle associated with that's true. Guess I almost feel like is what is one of the most an old spice of jingles right. or that's not quite right. But like what is one of the most famous jingles that a Carter's for kids of jingles? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then this one had a lot of people, um, multiple people either seconded this or suggested it themselves, which was a jangle of jingles. Oh, shit. That's real good. That's really good. Yeah. What was the one I liked above a jumble of jingles? I love a jinglum of jingles. A, oh, I really like a jinglum because it's a made up word. Right? Yeah. Although, wait, Google Docs is not giving me the red underline there. Yeah, I don't know. What is a jinglum? I don't know. I'm asking the computer. Um, uh, unclear at this point. The, my computer's a, a black magic ball. I mean, by I have the way. some I other things in up. here that are not words. Like harmony is not a word, but it's not underlined. I oh. don't know. Oh, really? It is on mine. That's weird. Um, anyway, no, it looks like jinglum is not a word. I like uh, I like jinglum. Jangle, though, because it is a noise. You know, it's got yeah. that somewhat onomatopoeia vibe to it, but it also acknowledges the fact that it's audible. Yeah. And it feels like there's it sort of invokes mm. evokes like gaggle a mm. little bit. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ivan, great job. Great leadership. Really proud of you, bud. Mm -hmm. uh, let's get let's get a final answer here. Yeah. Ad council. If you haven't voted, go to the Facebook and vote. Way to go, Tiger. 
people tiger <laughs> champ yeah way to go champ chief chief is a good one yeah too. i don't like that's guy the, those are literal jokes from a the geico or the uh, progressive how to be oh, like your parents oh is it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i call every kid chief now <laughs> i do call everybody under 30 or certainly actually 35 and under i call everybody kids yeah now, which i gotta kid. be careful about that i because it, it can be kind of condescending but i do understand the pull of being a uh you know 44 year old man and suddenly it's just like yeah oh yeah the kid came over to fix the computer like the kid is 33 yeah anyway thanks for fixing the computer kid um <laughs> all right let's see how can people get at us we mentioned the facebook group just look for after these messages show on facebook and also you can call us at 607-444-5597 that's 607 607- Four 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 five five nine seven. Genevieve, I believe we also have an email address. We do. You can email us at after these messages show at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, your patience with us this week. And unless I'm running to catch a bus on Monday, we will talk to you next <laughs> Tuesday. Karachi Posse Zaki's poppy. Uh, red octagons couldn't stop me. I burn headband, my eyes all droopy. Have gooey foodie, zoobies in my poopy. They all like, well, Heems, you too proud. I'm like, you would be too if you had the juice now. Hey, yo, the government is lying.